the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, it's just so absolutely wonderful just to be here, you know, talking about love, compassion, and friendship. But I tell you, as life happens, you wake up one morning and your elbow is not as loose as it used to be and your knees start popping. Kimberly don't have to worry about that right now. And neither does Paul. I mean, I, I'm looking at them. I'm looking at them on, on the Zoom and uh, they laughing. But, uh, you know, it happens. And uh, I tell you what, my friend, you don't have to worry about it either. And neither does my absolutely fantastic, wonderful co-host, Michelle Cooley. How you doing? I am doing great. I am really excited about the show tonight and really honored to have these two guests on the show because they are doing some really amazing things with this nonprofit organization. And they are doing some absolutely wonderful things. Just like I said, Noah, serving seniors, the CEO, uh, Paul Downey, and you got Kimberly Jinks. Uh, and I tell you, um, a lot of people don't understand that this is a year long year long process that people had to focus on this is not just a in a december or in a january or in a february thing we had to keep this happening we had to keep it coming in we had to make sure that our focus is on taking care of us when we reach that stage and, and uh, our loved ones that already reached that one, they know I just, just mentioned something, man. I tell you, I am so, man, every time I chat with you and had an opportunity for you to tell me about your grandmother and others, man, that's a, uh, that is, that's some living. And that's so wonderful uh, that uh, uh, she was taking care of and we continue to take care of all of us as we approach uh, you know, I mean, me, it's like I told you, I'm a senior citizen. Not just that, but we have to worry about the homelessness uh, as it relates to that as well. So, Noah, we're going to have to pack a lot of stuff in today, my friend, uh, and to make sure that we get this message out. Yeah, we got to talk about it because this is something that affects each and every one of us. We we, we will all get to the goalpost at some times. <laughs> I like that, my friend. And I tell you what, listen, audience, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 
1-888-344-1177. Michelle, can you please tell our listening audience again what the title of the show is and, and tell them the purpose of tonight's show. Yes, the title of the show is Serving Seniors. CEO Paul Downey discusses all around and year-end charitable giving. And the purpose of the show tonight is getting to know the background of CEO Paul Downey and philanthropy director Kimberly Jenks from the nonprofit organization Serving Seniors. Paul discusses his article on year-end charitable giving and learn how the public can research and make informative decisions about the nonprofits they donate to. Michelle, I can't take this no longer. Can you please, first of all, uh, introduce uh, Paul. And we, we'll come back to uh, Kimberly in a minute. But just, let's get started with Paul. Ye- yes, Paul Downey is the president and CEO of Serving Seniors. Since being appointed the role in 1995, Downey has guided the agency's innovative efforts to provide supportive service focused on keeping low-income seniors healthy and independent. Under Downey's leadership, Serving Seniors has grown to serve over 1.7 million nutritious, congregate, and home-delivered meals annually, 365 days per year across multiple sites in San Diego County. The agency's service provision model, including case management, health care, mental health care, dental through collaborative partner activities, and civic engagement is a national model for seniors living in poverty. Serving Seniors has provided transitional housing and wraparound case management for unsheltered older adults for more than 20 years and owns and operates 412 units of affordable senior housing with support services. A new 117-unit senior complex is under construction in City Heights and a 174-unit complex in Claremont will break ground in 2022. Downey holds a bachelor's degree in journalism from San Diego State University and a certificate in non Profit management from Harvard Business School. Wow. Uh, Paul, how you doing? Welcome back to the show, my friend. How you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing terrific, James and Michelle. It's just so exciting to be back back with you and uh, just thrilled to uh, be able to, to talk and, and share a little bit about what's uh, what's going on with serving seniors. Wow, it is. And uh, it's so exciting. We, we're going to introduce Kim in a minute, but uh, I want to start with you, Paul. Uh, Paul, can you uh, tell our listening audience uh, a little bit about uh, the previous show uh, that you was on with us and uh, how inspiration, I'm telling you, it was inspiration because you're back. <laughs> I mean, and uh, uh, tell them a, a little bit more about uh, your nonprofit serving seniors. Uh, can you describe your mission and organization? Sure. Absolutely, James. So uh, our mission is helping seniors in poverty live healthy and fulfilling lives. And we've been doing that for 51 years um, here in San Diego. And we do it through a variety of, of needs. Uh, primarily is our meals. So uh, we do breakfast and lunch 365 days a year. And most of the seniors that we serve live below the federal poverty level. So that means they're, they're living on about $1,100 a month total income. And so they depend on our meals uh, to be able to get by because many of them are spending 75, 80% of their income in rent. And so they've got just a couple hundred dollars in their pocket after the rent for everything else. So our meals are, are the core service that we provide. Uh, but we also have access to case managers who help them with things like social security, uh, Medicare, Medi-Cal, uh, help find housing, just you know, all of this, the services that, you know, in a perfect world, a family would be there to do. 
But unfortunately, for a lot of these folks, they just don't have those those family members. And so serving seniors becomes the family to provide the support for them. And then we do activities and, and things to help stimulate and get them involved in the community. Uh, and then as, as, as Michelle said, you know, in the introduction about us, we, we do a lot of work with seniors experiencing homelessness and we provide supportive housing. And, uh, you know, I'd like to say that that was something that, uh, you know, we were getting a handle on, but in San Diego, the, number of older adults experiencing homelessness just continues to grow. So it's, it, those, are, those are the challenges, uh, but, but really safety net services to make sure that, that people are able to, to live a fulfilling life and to, to live their best life regardless of how much money they have. Wow. I'll tell you, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to introduce Kimberly and Dan, we're really going to dive off into uh, this great conversation because it's your life and as part of it's your life it's up to us to make sure that we do everything in our power to make sure that we continue to give back tell you if you want to be part of the conversation that's one 888 it's your life i'm james cool we'll be back shortly after the break There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contributions. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I tell you, 
just like I mentioned uh, in the beginning, these two guests have uh, been on the show a little while back, and uh, their message was so intriguing that uh, when their PR person reached out to me and said, hey, I got that, it was like, yeah. And Noah, you know, I told you, I said, we got to get them back. We, we got to get them back. Yeah, you said that the last time we had him on almost instantaneously. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so we got him back here. And our listening audience, what we're talking about tonight is serving seniors. And we got the CEO, Paul Dowd. Uh, and, and we are talking about discussing uh, year-end charitable giving, but not just year-end. I keep telling you, that's a January, February, March, April, May, all the way every single month every single day and uh we need great people like paul and kimberly and uh i tell you if you want to be part of this conversation that's one 888 again that's one 888 but yeah can you please introduce kimberly uh, to our listening audience. Yes, Kimberly Jenks. Kimberly Jenks, philanthropy director, provides management and oversight of serving seniors, philanthropic efforts, including annual giving, special events, public relations, and marketing and communications. She also serves on the organization's COVID-19 emergency task force. Kimberly has over a decade of combined professional and volunteer experience working with at-risk and underserved communities throughout San Diego County. Welcome again, Kimberly. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. We're excited to be back. Thank you. We're glad to have you back. We're glad to have Paul back. Um, this question is for Paul. Paul, there are many people who have misconceptions about people experiencing homelessness in general. You recently did a needs assessment focused on older adults. What did you learn from this needs assessment? Well, I think the, the primary thing, Michelle, that we, we learned is that the root cause for the vast majority of seniors who are experiencing homelessness is economic, uh, which uh, differentiates it from some of the other cohorts out there. Uh, you know, we see a lot of folks who have, who are on the streets who have severe mental illness or drug and alcohol challenges. But for older adults, it was economic, uh, either maybe a loss of a job uh, or an illness, maybe the, for themselves or maybe a spouse that eats up the life savings. But for many of them, it's simply that they're on a fixed income and the rent keeps going up and they tumble into homelessness. And so that was a, a, a an interesting and important finding because it, it is as devastating as that is, it also opens the door for some unique solutions to the problem uh, because you, you, it, you can move people through the system more quickly because, frankly, it just takes money uh, as opposed to some having to do some deep counseling for somebody or some interventions for people having a, an abuse issue uh, that's that, that's going on. So that was something that was really important. And also the fact that here in San Diego, um, 27% of them were, uh, were, there were older adults on our streets. And so that's a significant number. And actually, if you look up and down the state, um, Los Angeles, it's about 36%. In the Bay Area, it's even 40, close to 40%. So this growing trend of older adults on the street um, I think it's something that should concern all of us. Wow. We know the pandemic affected um, a, a lot of organizations over the last two years. In what way that has the pandemic changed the services of your organization moving forward? 
Well, the, the biggest challenge was when, you know, having to shut down our, you know, we had a, we have a dozen senior centers throughout the county. And so when the pandemic first hit, we had to shut them all down literally overnight. Uh, I remember I got an email on March 12th, 2020 at 4.30 in the afternoon said, you're closed down. And so we had to convert everybody that was coming to one of our senior centers to receiving a home-delivered meal. Now, we already did home-delivered meals uh, for seniors that were too frail you know, and unable to get to one of our centers, but we had to change the model and figure out how to keep our staff safe uh, during the, the, the pandemic, especially in those early days when none of us really knew what was going on. So we had to completely change our, our service model our business model because we were getting deluged with requests. I mean, we doubled in size over the pandemic because of the demand for services. So we had to figure out how to raise money, how to provide the services, how to keep people safe. Um, you know, I, I, I liken it to, to building an air, airplane in flight uh, that we had to, you know, in some respects trying to make it up as we were going along because we had never seen anything like it. I mean, we had an extensive emergency plan, but if you turn the manual to P, there was nothing for pandemic. And, and so it was, it was a challenge, but I have to give credit to our staff. Our staff were absolutely uh, amazing. I mean, Kim was part of our emergency team and continues to be part of our, our team as we deal with the pandemic. Uh, but we had to we had to pull it together, and I, I'm proud to say that everybody stepped up and uh, did their jobs and did it well, and, and allowed us to come through this actually stronger, I think, than even we went into it. Well, that's really that's that's really good to hear. Um, why don't the standard homeless shelters, I'm curious, and facilities work well for seniors? Kimberly, why don't you answer this one? Well, the seniors have a very, they have specific needs, right? They need to have access to services, medications. A lot of the facilities may not be as accessible from a physical standpoint. And quite frankly, a lot of the seniors, and in doing this, doing our needs assessment, they express being fearful of going to these places um, and going to shelters. They'd rather sleep on the streets because they are nervous about the shelters and staying there. They're just not adapted to the very unique needs that are that the older adults need. They aren't folks who have been, most of them aren't folks who've been living in homelessness since they were young, right? It's like Paul said, because a recent economic issue and sometimes just getting support from a case manager can change their situation. And shelter is not an ideal long-term situation for anyone. And it can really exacerbate some of the medical conditions they may have as well. I know you guys rely on support as do many nonprofits year round, but I'm just also very curious how much do nonprofits just like yours rely on support in the month of December when it seems like, yeah, I know a lot of people go out there and they buy gifts for their loved ones and families. But there's also a lot of plea for, hey, you know, it's Christmas time and there's also those people in need that need that extra helping hand. Do you guys get a lot of your support during the month of December? Absolutely, we do. And, and Paul, feel free to chime in. But nearly a third of all charitable giving takes place in December. So, I mean, it, it 
massive because people are in more of a charitable giving mood. Of course, and to James' point, we do need it all year round. But folks, while they're thinking about giving, they're think they're feeling grateful for what they have, and it sparks them to give to others. So it is a huge time for us, and not to mention the impact of the weather and what that has on folks who are at risk and living in homelessness. So it. It's huge for all nonprofits. December is the business of giving. Wow. You know, I tell you, um, just like uh, you, you just mentioned that, Kim, that uh, all year long should be December, January, February, March, all the way to the uh, next December. So I got a question for both of you guys. Uh, so many of us are getting requests for donations. And uh, should we be suspicious of social media posts and I mean, where that uh, it request is coming from? If so, why? Uh, let's, yes. let's, let's start with you, yes. Paul. Yes, absolutely. You, 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 you should be, or at least a, a healthy skepticism. Um, and, you know, I, I described, you know, if, if you were going to go buy a car, you're going to kick the tires. I mean, you're going to check it over. You're going to look under the hood. You know, you're going to make sure that car is, is in good shape before you, you buy it. And it's the same thing with, with giving to a, a charitable cause is, is you need to know it's legitimate. And, and unfortunately, as we know these days, uh, you know, on social media, things aren't always as they seem. Uh, and so it's just being, being cautious. And so if you see an organization on a social media post, uh, that looks interesting, you know, check it out. But do it independently of what the, the, they say. Click here, you know. Go check it. Go go to the website. Uh, there, there's a number of, of places you can go. Charity Navigator, Better Business Bureau. There's places to check them out and just make sure it's it's legitimate before you 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 give to it. Now, if it's an organization you know and give to regularly, that's that's a whole different different story. But uh, to, you know, to, just be make as they say, just just kick the tires. Uh, before you before you make the contribution. Wow. You know, I tell you, hey, Kimberly, hey, uh, we got about 90 seconds before we take the break, but I'm going to ask you this question. Can you please uh, tell our listeners, should we, should the public be concerned about the GoFundMe accounts and all of those things that uh, uh, that's entails in that? Can, can you tell our listeners a little bit about that right before the break? Oh, Absolutely. And really briefly, they are powerful. GoFundMe has been fantastic for the nonprofit community. However, anything, people will find ways to take advantage of it. Folks are not required to provide any legitimate proof when they create a GoFundMe campaign. And so even if it's someone that you know and trust that they started a GoFundMe page, take initiative, find out for yourself. Like Paul said, go go to the homepage of the website, look at the GoFundMe page, look through all the details and the elements of it, call the nonprofit. If you find their website, you call them, ask a couple questions, you know, trust your gut, trust your instinct and make sure they sound legitimate. Any legitimate nonprofit is sincerely dedicated to their mission. They are proud of their track record and they are willing to share information. If they're not sharing information, you want to be skeptical. Wow. You know, we got to take a station break for Kimberly. That was such a wonderful answer. We're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and continue this great discussion with these two absolutely wonderful guests. And if you want to be part of the conversation, 
That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet on amazon and wherever audio books are sold the jc cooley foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth young adults and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas it's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, wow. You know, anytime that I'm able to do a show uh, to bring awareness to our listening audience on giving back, uh, I get excited and know, you know, I always use the term tickle pink. Uh, I get excited because that's what it's all about is giving back and also ensuring that we do all we can to make life better for everyone, especially, especially our seniors. And so uh, today we got uh, CEO Paul Downey and uh, we got uh, Kimberly Jenks. Uh, and it, we, we're talking about uh, year in, every month, charitable giving, and how important that is in order for us to continue to support, especially our senior community. So if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Paul, you recently wrote an article pointing out that most people do not do their research at all before giving to charities. Can you kind of discuss that? Sure. It's 
Uh, people just need to take the time and and make sure that the or, the organization is legitimate. And so it's it's easy to do. Uh, you you can go to Charity Navigator is one of the big uh, nonprofit organizations that that rates uh, other nonprofits. Um, and so we're you know for fact at Serving Seniors we're really proud. We have a 100% rating uh, from Charity Navigator. We have similar rating from the Better Business Bureau, uh, from GuideStar. Those are all places you can go where you can get a rating on a charity, which it looks at how they do financial management, how they use the charitable dollars, um, how they work with their donors, do they fulfill their mission. Those are all things that you can you can check out. Um, but you can also just go to the organization's website. Uh, so, again, you go to Serving Seniors, you can look up our financials. So you can see every year what we spend money on. You can see our annual audit. Uh, that we have done. We file uh, what is known as a 990, which is the nonprofit uh, equivalent of a tax return to the IRS. It's all there. You can click back for, for more than a decade of our financial records. And, and a legitimate organization is going to have it on their website. Or at least if you call and ask them, say, hey, I'd like to see your 990 or I'd like to see your, your audit, they'll be happy to send it to you and be very transparent about how they how they use their dollars. Uh, as Kim said a, a minute ago, if people are hesitant, if they don't want to be transparent, they don't want to give you information, um, you know, view it as a red flag. There are thousands of legitimate charities out there uh, that would be delighted to, to be transparent, share information, and uh, would be very thankful to receive your gift. Wow. Kimberly, um, telemarketing calls regarding charitable giving, um, are they mostly a scams involving charitable giving, or what can we do to kind of weed those out? Kimberly, are you there? I'm here. Um, okay. A lot of telemarketing, telemarketing, a lot of grassroots nonprofits do rely on activating people through phone calls, right? Um, so there are a lot of scams out there, but any legitimate nonprofit is not going to scoff at you taking a minute, asking them to email you information, asking them for their website so that you can go check that um, verify those things, doing exactly what Paul just mentioned, checking cha- Charity Navigator, checking their website, asking for their 990. So I, I would be very cautious. Do not automatically give your information over the phone to someone without checking all of this. And when in doubt, don't give it in general. Go look at the website. Um, if they have a way to give online things that you can make sure that you can control your privacy settings, that's the way you want to give. Do not be quick um, and do an impulse gift over the phone. And, and Michelle, if I could add to that is never be pressured. So if somebody calls you and says, you need to give today, you know, or I'm going to come over, I'll pick up the gift from you. Um, sort of to James's point, I mean, we need donations in December and we need them in July and August and September and October. And so a legitimate nonprofit is going to be thrilled to get your gift today or next month or whenever you're able to give it. So somebody gives you a high pressure 
sales job that you got to make a gift today, um, that is a red flag and run as, as fast as you can. And, and unfortunately, that's what a lot of these telemarketers will do. While we're on the topic of red flags, Paul, I know there's a lot of us that are getting requests for donations and some of it happens actually online. So should we be suspicious of social media posts? And if so, why? I guess it comes down to just really checking out where it's coming from. Maybe just do some background checking before you click and donate. Well, exactly. It's the, it's the same thing. Is that just you know be be aware of of what's behind the information. You know, do your homework and uh, just make sure that it's it's a legitimate organization. Quite often, uh, you know, scammers will will make a take a normal organization that is well known and maybe just twist a word or two so it sounds very much alike. Or they'll use a logo that looks similar, but it's not a legitimate organization. And so it's just, you know, you know, be generous, but be skeptical, um, just like you would do with any other purchase uh, that you'd be, you know, you're spending your money. Just make sure that, you know, it's, it's legitimate. And I think all the ways we, we outlined, there's some easy ways, you know, take you two minutes to, to do a quick check before you make a, a donation. Now, here's a loaded question. I guess both of you can answer shortly what you think, because maybe there's more than one answer. But how can people make sure their money goes to help the people who need it most? Partly by by knowing the organization, but also going and and that's for looking at some of the financial information uh, online Um, or ask a simple question. You know, what is your overhead rate? So a legitimate or a nonprofit organization shouldn't spend more than maybe 20% at most on overhead. So that's, you know, you have to pay the light bill, you have to pay the water bill, you got to pay the rent. I mean, but the, the, but at least 80 cents out of every dollar should go directly to the program or services. And a good one is going to be 15%. I mean, I'm proud that serving seniors, we're actually about 13, 14%. Uh, uh, on our overhead rate, but that's a that's a really good that's a good question to ask them. And again, if somebody is hesitant to give you that information, um, view it as a red flag. You can also do it by going and looking at their their audited financial statements and just look at how much money goes to administration and fundraising. Add those two dot those two amounts together, you know, figure out the percentage of the total budget, and you know the overhead rate. So uh, just be savvy. And uh, but that's a that's a really good way to, you know, to to know that, you know, 80, at least 80 cents of every every dollar is directly going to help folks. Wow. That is such a wonderful explanation. Kimberly. Okay, so uh, uh, many of us uh, are talking about listening audience. um, They uh, they want to donate, but they are very skeptical of how they protect uh, their information. And so, therefore, for many do not donate because they think that uh, they're going to be part of fraud or something. They're going to steal the information. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to our listening audience what's the best way to, to go about donating where I wouldn't say you wouldn't have to worry about that problem, but uh, uh, to make it safer for them? Absolutely. On my number one, My number one suggestion is make your gift directly online through the nonprofit's website or 
call the nonprofit directly to make your gift. A lot of, including us, some folks will use third-party programs. We see that all the time with everything, right? You sign up for something, it's through a third-party application, and then you're getting advertisements for something you never even asked for. So the best way is to make sure you go directly to the source. So even if you see, maybe you see a GoFundMe and you might want to support that GoFundMe or an ad supporting that organization, you can still go directly to that website, make that gift, and then check your privacy settings. Check those credit card um, verified security settings and click those options to not give your privacy information. They should never ask for your social security number. You don't need to give your date of birth. You don't need to give your bank information. And you can always do your donation anonymously. A good nonprofit will respect your privacy request. They're obligated to, and that's how you know they're legitimate as well, is they are respecting your request. Wow. This is such valuable information, but we got to take a station break. We're going to come back and we're going to continue to educate our listening audience on uh, this great, great nonprofit. And if you might be part of the conversation, that's one thing at 844-1170. It's your life. I'm James Kuru. We will be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I I know I keep saying this, but I'm going to continue to say it. We got two Absolutely fantastic guest. Uh, that's that's on the show today. On the wow meter, JC, how many wows is is uh, oh, wow, 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 a lot of wows. <laughs> that's a lot of wows, man. And you know what, Noah? Uh, the reason that's uh, so many wows is because what they are doing 
is a wild moment. And everybody needs to be aware of, you know, that, especially when it comes to serving seniors and discussing their terrible uh, givings. There is never enough money because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we want to keep our loved ones around safe uh, uh, and providing for them as long as God give them an opportunity to be with us. So I believe that's so, so important. So I just want to Paul and Kim, thank you guys so much. But We still got a lot more show to go. You know, but I, I'm just thinking right now, and I'll thank you guys again. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. I tell you, uh, Paul, since uh, in camp, since you guys' last appearance on the show, Serving Seniors has celebrated its 50th uh, anniversary. Actually, I think it's 51 because there was a skip year in COVID or something, I believe. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, tell us about... Uh, your celebration, just a major milestone. Can you tell our listeners a little bit? I want to start with you, Paul. Sure. Well, we, we, as you said, we, we celebrated the, this year our 50 plus one since, since actually 2020 was our official 50th anniversary. Uh, and it was actually my 25th anniversary as the president CEO and the 10th anniversary of our Gary and Mary West Senior Wellness Center downtown, which is our flagship facility uh, that is uh, state of the art and has received uh, national and international accolades. So it was a big year, but obviously because of COVID, we had to uh, kind of de- delay everything. So this year we had our, we called our 50 plus one, my 25 plus one and 10 plus one celebrations. And um, I'm going to ask Kim because she, she really spearheaded all of the, the festivities and, and let her tell you what we did. Kim, tell our listening audience about it. Tell us. Oh, it was a it was a beautiful evening. I will tell you what. Uh, we were outdoors on the Bay of San Diego. We had a rocking concert with Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, and we raised over half a million dollars for our seniors in the community. It was record breaking. People were thank you. People were so happy to be together and celebrate this impact in the community. And we had some, we had seniors in attendance. A lot of our folks were there. We, we had a beautiful client share her story of how she was, she was homeless because of a medical condition that led to her losing everything and that journey. So it's always at the end of the day about the mission and our folks, uh, they came out in full force and they had a good time while they were at it. Wow, that's so that sounds so fantastic and just the just the donations that you raise that that's a, that's a that that's so impressive Kimberly and and Paul that I'm just astounded and we just really appreciate everything you guys are doing for the organization. Uh, what are your plans for first quarter 2020? Well, the the, the the next year, I mean, we're we're still you know dealing with the impacts of, of COVID, obviously, and so our numbers have have more than doubled. I mean, since COVID began, uh, we've served about three million meals. Uh, we're on track to do about one point seven million meals uh, this year, and so it's it's sustaining. And obviously, in light of the Omicron and the new variants and and stuff, just continuing to deal with the challenges. But, you know, on a larger picture, 
we're really focused on homelessness. That That's really a, a core thing. And out of the needs assessment that we had a chance to discuss earlier, um, one of the couple of key things came out of it that we're trying to get implemented. One of the, the, the things that we discovered was we asked people how much money would it have taken to remain housed or if you were unhoused to get back to housing. And it turned out that about over half of them said they only needed $300 a month. That was the difference between maintaining housing and losing their housing. And so we're working with elected officials to see about coming up with what we call a shallow subsidy. In other words, giving them the $300 so they stay housed in the first place, or if they are experiencing homelessness, getting them back into housing. Um, compared to some of the dollars that are being spent, it is a relatively modest investment in keeping people housed, giving them the dignity of having a place of shelter. And then once you keep them housed, you can focus on bringing in other resources. So we're, we're, we're laser focused on, on trying to get this implemented in San Diego. The other thing that, that goes with that is, you know, we talked about the shelters and that seniors are afraid to be in the shelters. And we think there, sh- there needs to be a dedicated seniors-only shelter in San Diego where there is the security to make sure that people are safe, but also the resources are, are in place uh, that can provide the full array of services. And as we mentioned, because they're economically homeless, is really trying to bring those dollars and to move them quickly through the process uh, and get them back into a housed situation. So we're focused on trying to get those two things done. And that's what we see 2022 as being, being about. And then continuing to build more, more affordable housing. I mean, that's the longer, longer term solution. That's the long game. But, but the short game is getting people off the street. I mean, when, when you've got, I mean, the, the, the actual number, we, I don't think we mentioned this, when we talk about 25, 27% of the homeless in San Diego being older adults, that translates to 2,000 people. I mean, that's a lot of folks every night on a, you know, on a, it's a rainy night, a cold night that are 55 plus that are sleeping on the streets. And so we find that unacceptable. And so focused on trying to do something about it is, is really at the top of our priority list. Real quickly, because we're running out of time, guys, but I, I you know, I got to have you on my own show across the county because you guys do so much for San Diego. But how has for each of you working with serving seniors changed your own personal views on aging? Paul, let's start with you. Sure. Well, I, I think it's given me a, a, a perspective and not, you know, I mean, I mean, I think we all sometimes tend to be ageist and, and realizing that older adults, you know, have a lot to offer and you know, sort of judging a book by a cover and that, you know, just because somebody needs to use a cane or a walker or a wheelchair or a hearing aid, um, it, it doesn't mean they're not a vital person with a lot to still uh, provide to the community. And so I think it's just understanding that and, and not, I mean, sometimes we get obsessed with sort of youth culture and looking young and but understanding that, that that older folks bring a lot of wisdom and a lot of life experience and we can all learn uh, from them kimberly what about your view um it, i i align with paul on that but all additionally 
folks just want to be seen, and that includes older adults. People want to be seen, and we've seen that even more with how social isolation over the last two years for older adults has taken a massive toll. And even before that, we people will walk by just the older person in the corner. They just ignore them. They don't pay attention to them. They don't listen to their voice. They'll talk over them. They'll walk around them. You, They feel unseen. They feel ignored. And if you just acknowledge someone, the difference that that can make in someone's life and having that connection, wow. And it can open this array of, this is years they've lived on this life and experienced something. And to be able to have the privilege to speak with someone who's gotten so much life experience is incredible. And I think we forget that. We're all, if God willing, going to age someday. And I hope that there are younger folks in the world that will treat us with dignity and respect for the long life that we have lived and the experiences that we've had already. Wow. You know, we're down to the last minute of the show. Uh, real quickly, can you tell uh, our listeners how they can get in touch with you guys? How, uh, 30 seconds less and uh, information they need if they want to volunteer or donate. Uh, Kim. Sure. Uh, Paul, it doesn't matter. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's easy, easy. Uh, the two ways. One is to go to our website, which is servingseniors.org. And if they want to volunteer or donate or learn about our services, um, or if they want to give us a call, they can call 619-235-6538 um, and get information. Or they can go to our Gary and Mary West Senior Wellness Center, which is open 365 days a year at 4th and Beach downtown. Wow. Hey, hey, thank you guys so much. we got to have you guys back on again. Hey, thanks to uh, my co-hosts, uh, Michelle Kuhl, my great producer. Most important, our listeners, remember, we are always looking for donations and support, sponsorship, so we can continue bringing this great message. We'll be back uh, tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Coley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.